Let's talk about achieving your goals. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO Pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. I've got another great episode put together for you this week that I'm really excited to share because if you know me, you know I love talking about goals. You know that I am a big believer in the importance of setting goals and, and using those goals to help you achieve the things you want to achieve in your business. And that is what this particular episode is all about. I've reached out to some voice actors in my network who I know have done some pretty cool things in their business this year, and I just asked them this one simple question. How did you achieve your goals in 2022? And then I was able to collect their stories, and that's what I'm going to share with you in this episode. Every December, for a number of years now, right after Christmas, my family goes to visit family up north my wife's family. And when we go up there, my mother-in-law's house is a very, very small house and there's not room for all of us to stay there. So I will generally get a hotel room so that during the day I have a place where I can work quietly, do some recording if I need to. And one of the things that I always do when I am up north during that week is goal planning. I am a big fan of sitting down with my Clever Fox planner and mapping out what I'm going to do in the coming year. I like to think about a lot of different areas of my life and my business. It's not just about setting goals for voiceover, but also setting goals for coaching, setting goals for family, setting goals for personal development, setting goals for my health, all of these different things. And I get it all sorted out and get it all put into a Clever Fox planner. And then I have this thing that I can carry with me for the year that is going to help keep me accountable to achieving all of my goals. And that is one of the ways that I do it. But there are a lot of ways that you can make your goals come to pass. And so I hope that these stories that I've collected become an inspiration for you. And I want to start with a voice actor who, uh, part of what she's done, part of her story actually reminds me a lot about my story. In the beginning, when I was starting out in voiceover, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I didn't have a clue who the right people were to connect with. I didn't have a clue about what the right way or wrong way to do voiceover was. I was literally just winging it. And looking back now, the reality is I probably shouldn't have had success, but I don't know. I guess I had perseverance. Melina Benefiel has a great story about how she grew her business in 2022, despite originally starting out doing everything wrong. Man, reflecting back on 2022 has been really cool for me. It has been a really big year 
for my business. Uh, This is the second full-time year that I have been doing voiceover. Uh, The end of 2020, we were, what, in the middle of the pandemic, right? I was working as a critical care nurse at the time. I had been dabbling in voiceover part-time for about nine years and was just too scared to take the leap. But in December of 2020, I did it. I decided to leave the hospital. It just had pretty much broken me, and I was ready to let my creative side flourish and, and seek out voiceover. So I did. And in that first year, I made about $35,000. I was just on Voice 123. I had a very small regional agent back in Indiana who did mostly on-camera work, and I had no idea what I was doing. In fact, I did almost everything wrong. I didn't get any coaching. I didn't have demos. I had a really old demo from like 2010 that a producer friend had made me. But really, I went into the game with none of the tools, right, in my toolbox. And going from 2021 to 2022, I knew that that I had to make a really big change if I wanted to, to make this my, my full-time thing, right? Um, so I sought out some coaching. I did script analysis. I worked on commercials and characters and all these different things to really try to level up the quality of my work so that I could make this a real business. Um, I also had some professional demos made. And with the guidance of a voiceover friend of mine, Gina Scarpa, she's wonderful, I attended an Actors Connection showcase with three agents, Stuart Atlas and CESD. And I ended up getting um, offers to sign from Stuart and CESD, which was major for me. Ending 2021, I decided to sign on with CESD. Going into 2022, I knew again that, you know, there was still more work to be done. (laughs) So I upgraded my website. I learned how to optimize my voice one, two, three. I started doing research and doing consultations with people like Maria Pendolino and just getting really business advice from voice actors who were doing it. Bonnie Williams talked to me about my social media because social media marketing is very stressful for me. It is one of those things that I just don't like. Um, But I worked with these people that I really admired. I started reaching out to the people who were doing what I wanted to do. And with their advice, I started making little tweaks to my business. And I've seen such a difference. Truly, I think a lot of people think that uh, some people are just trying to sell them when they're offering coaching and demos. Some people just coming in are like, oh, these people just want to sell me something. But really, what leveled up my business and what got me to my goals and what got me to where I was going was the guidance of those people who are doing what I wanted to do. The coaches helping me learn how to analyze a script, have a plan before you're reading for your auditions, Um, you know, working with my agents and learning how all of that side of things works, which I had no idea. From Maria Pendolino, learning how to optimize my voice one, two, three, and have my pay-to-play work for me while I wasn't auditioning. I have a lot of people who just reach out to me because they find my profile and say, hey, we like you. We'd like you to audition for this, or we'd just like to hire you for this job. The last thing I did this year was I bought the VO marketing playbook, and I'm working through that to try to clean up and fix my website, um, you know, have my unique value proposition and all these, these marketing terms that I've never understood. Um, so I have very, very very high expectations and big goals going into 2023 because, man, look what I did in 2022 without really setting a goal. I'm embarrassed to say that, but I did. I worked very hard. I took the advice of those people who were helping me and that I looked up to, and I did a lot of things in 2022 to get where I am today, but now I'm learning how to sustain that growth 
how to continue scaling my business. And honestly, I am super excited. And for me, I think the sky's the limit in 2023 and years to come now that I am setting goals and I'm following this marketing playbook and learning from all of these incredible people who are doing the things that I want to do. So I'm just really, really excited for this upcoming year and for all the years to come. How does the saying go? It's not how you start, it's how you finish that matters. What I love about Melina's story is that she course corrected. There came a point where she recognized, maybe I'm not doing this the right way, or maybe there's a way that I can do this better. And then she got connected with people who could help shift her in the right direction. And those changes that she made and getting connected to the right people ultimately is leading to massive growth in her business. And I know that that is something that is going to go even further. The one lesson that I think you can take away from this is to choose your teachers carefully. There are a lot of people on the internet who position themselves as quote-unquote experts. There are a lot of people on the internet who are more than happy to sell you a coaching program or send you down a specific path or you know, promise you three easy steps to riches and glory and voiceover and all of this sort of stuff. And this is one of the challenges with the internet is it gives everybody a platform, including people who probably shouldn't have one. And so you do have to choose your teachers carefully. But when you get connected to the right teachers, when you get connected to the right coaches, the right producers, the right directors, all of these things can make such a huge difference in the potential success of your business. And that's one of the reasons why I do things like this podcast. It's one of the reasons why I do things like Free Advice Friday. I want to be able to help to connect voice actors to the right people. Anytime you hear me talk about a coach, a producer, a service provider, these are people that I know and trust and people that I know can help move you in the right direction because getting connected to the right people makes all the difference. Now, speaking of getting connected to the right people, let's hear from Jessica Matheson. She made some big inroads in her business this year, experienced a great deal of growth in her business this year, and she gives a lot of the credit of that to networking. One of the goals that I set for myself this year was to have all of my income generated from either voiceover or voiceover-related revenue streams. Here's how I did it. So I'm going to back it up just a hair. Last year in July, sold a business that I had owned and run for 10 years. There was a bit of a holdover because there was this contract that myself and my partner Ron had with the city to run a couple of concession stands until the 31st of December. They're going to put out a request for proposals and folks have to bid to be able to run these concession stands. And we're not going to bid because we don't have to. Even though my voiceover work is the primary focus, the amount that I bring in isn't quite enough to consider it a full-time job that sustains us completely. Yet, if you add in my voiceover-related work, we're golden. My voiceover-related job is to work with Anna Collins Events and JMC Demos as an event assistant. I'm an event planner. I have been for like 20 years in my community. If I were to pinpoint the way that I was able to become part of this team, I would say it was because I networked. At least that's what I feel like I did. I arrived a day early for the One Voice conference in Dallas. After check-in and getting settled into my room, I was bored. So I decided, well, hey, 
I'll go ahead and go down to the conference area, check out the space, and maybe if there's people down there trying to set up and they need some help, maybe I can pitch in. So I did. I went and checked out the conference space. I saw that there was a production office. I saw there were people in there, and I saw that they were scrambling. Turns out that most of the crew was not able to get over to the United States because of a travel ban. Throughout the weekend, I had helped Anna Collins with some of the things that she ended up having to do because some of the crew was missing. She asked if I would be interested in helping out at the One Voice Awards with the statues and the little envelopes, you know, the ones that are, and the award goes to, yeah, those things. I was like, so I can be behind the stage and wear comfortable clothes and not have to do hair and makeup, which I really stink at. (laughs) Yeah, count me in. And I guess I did a good job. Jay Michael and Anna came behind the stage after the awards and thanked me for what I'd been doing and said I did a great job. They asked me if I'd be interested in volunteering again next year. So there was that. Fast forward to March, and there's this announcement that the VO Atlanta conference had been purchased by Anna and JMC Collins. I just so happened to have this email address for Anna since I had to email her back and forth for some of the things I did at One Voice. So I thought, well, I'll reach out. I'll see if they need help with anything. I mean, I was hoping that by reaching out, I would be considered if they were going to have people be part of a team that helped put these things on. It seems like a really great fit because I love event planning and I've done it for years and I really love voiceover. So if you combine the two of those, seems like a win, right? Honestly, I would have been happy to just volunteer as well. But I tell you what, I was so excited when Anna offered me a position as an event assistant with her company. And I am loving it. The other thing I did to accomplish my goal is also networking, but it looks a little different. So there's a little backstory to this one as well. So when I owned my previous business, one of the things that I didn't do was to seek out the help of the Small Business Development Center in our area. The thing was, I went to school and studied business. I studied marketing. I got a degree in it. Not that that makes me like hot anything, but I didn't want to waste their time or resources on me when I could probably figure this stuff out, especially if there was somebody else out there that would have to forego that time or those resources. I have kicked myself for years over this. I stood by and watched as this woman built this business from scratch, a food truck business with her husband. The reason that she was able to grow that business as quickly and as strongly as she did was because she went to the Small Business Development Center and she asked for help. Seems kind of counterintuitive, doesn't it? Like, if you need help growing your business, then there's a learning curve there. Wouldn't that mean that that would be slow? But here's the thing that I took note of and filed away for later. By asking for help, she put herself in the mix with the people who help businesses. And so anytime there was a need for catering or a food truck, she was the one they'd call or recommend. And I'm over here not asking for help, realizing that I have missed out on outstanding opportunities to network with the businesses in my area. Never again. Lesson learned. Fast forward quite a few years and I'm on to voiceover, trying to grow this business. I decide I am definitely reaching out this time. I just had to figure out what I was going to ask for help with. It wasn't too long before I realized, eh, I could use some help with QuickBooks. So I asked. 
I got so much more out of it. I was able to network with other businesses because I had been brought into the fold of the Business Development Center. I was given a heads up on a couple of grants that were available to small businesses, and I was awarded over $12,000 free money I don't have to pay back to help run and grow my business. I wouldn't have had those opportunities had I not just asked for some help from this business development center. I actually got another email just the other day saying that the people that awarded one of the grants got additional funding, so I'm going to get more free money. I mean, how cool is that? And you know what else? I've been approached several times by people who are part of the Small Business Development Center and people who are in the community that are connected to the Small Business Development Center that need voiceover work. And so now that they know me and they know that I do it, they work with me or we communicate and eventually we'll work together. So that's it. Networking with the folks who can use your help and can help you is a great way to grow your business. There's a saying, and I can't remember exactly what what it is, but it goes something to the tune of, if you want to grow your net worth, you have to grow your network. And really, it's just a way of saying that the people that we are connected to are ultimately going to determine how much we can grow. And that applies in a lot of different ways. If you only connect to five clients a week, then you're going to grow very little. But if you connect with 100 new clients a week, you're going to grow a lot. And if you only get connected to small businesses who have limited budgets, you're only going to be able to create a certain income for yourself. But if you're able to get connected to larger companies who have larger budgets, then in theory, you can grow your business and grow your income even further, right? And so we want to make sure that we have the right people in our network that are going to help us to achieve the goals that we want to achieve. And that may mean connecting with the right coaches and producers. It may mean connecting with the right business owners. It may mean connecting with the right guides and mentors who can push us in a certain direction or help us fill in gaps in our knowledge, our experience, our skill set, whatever the case may be. But definitely making it a priority to grow your network is one of the ways that you are absolutely going to grow your business. And here's the other thing I liked about what Jessica had to say. It's really about looking for ways to combine your passions and your skill sets and and maybe turning those into income streams. And that could be combining a skill set and a passion to create a whole niche market of voiceover for yourself. Or it could mean something like creating a voiceover adjacent business that creates an income stream for you or maybe some other completely different side hustle just by taking your passions and your skill sets and combining those things. And then finally, if you learned nothing else from Jessica's story. Don't be afraid to ask for help. So often I think that we're afraid to ask for help because we don't want to be thought a fool. But I would rather be thought a fool for asking a silly question than to do something stupid and then actually make myself a fool because I did something the wrong way. So don't ever, ever be afraid to ask for help. Maybe your goal is to grow your client base. Maybe your goal is to get access to more auditions. Maybe your goal is to increase your income. All of these tie back to one thing in particular, and that is your ability to market yourself. Because if you want more auditions, if you want more clients, if you want more income, you have to be able to market yourself. You have to know how to get yourself out there in front of those people that are ultimately going to hire you. And that is what the voiceover marketing playbook is. It is a step-by-step, easy-to-follow marketing course that is going to teach you how to find your own leads, 
build your own client base, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. If 2023 is going to be the difference-making year for you, Playbook can be one of the tools that can help you to achieve all of the things you're trying to achieve. Playbook will be available again January 4th through the 13th, 2023. And you can find the details at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now, back to our show. There are a couple of reasons why I think it's really important for voice actors to set goals. And one of those reasons is obviously that we need to know what it is that we are working towards so that we can make sure that we are working with purpose and we are working strategically. I also think that it's really important that we set goals so that we have something we can measure. Are we moving down the line towards the thing that we want to achieve? Or are we stuck at a certain level or stuck at a certain point? If you don't have goals that you're measuring against, how do you know whether or not you're doing the right things? Adrian Khalife has done some amazing things in his business this year, including, are you ready for this? He doubled, actually he more than doubled his income in 2022. Listen to his story about why goal setting is so important to him. Thanks to the Mastermind Group, this is the first time I have set specific goals for my business and my life in general. At first, I was afraid to invest in it, but it has been a truly game changer for me. And now I understand the importance of setting strategic goals that are measurable and achievable in a specific amount of time. And also, following up on those goals every quarter, every month, and every week. I've always recorded in neutral Spanish for Latin American markets, but since last year, I started to record in English with a Latin accent. So, of course, for me, the next natural step was to offer my services to potential clients in U.S. cities with significant Latino communities. In the first quarter of the year, I did it myself and landed new jobs and clients, and that allowed me to accomplish a second goal I had, hiring a personal assistant to help me with lead generation and some of my marketing strategies. I have worked with her since quarter two, and now that this year is about to end, my business income has grown by 115% compared to 2021. Besides those new US clients, in my country, which is Ecuador, I'm also being hired to record in English. December, my main focus will be to plan next year, and again, set specific and measurable goals for next year. Specific and measurable. These are two words that come up all the time when I'm working with voice actors and in coaching sessions and trying to help them to set goals. I need to see goals that are specific and I need to see goals that are measurable. One of the examples that I've shared in the past is if you say, I want to grow my income in 2023, and that's what your goal is going to be. The goal is I, I just, I need to grow my business and I need to expand my income in 2023. Then when December 31st of 2023 rolls around, if your income expanded by 12 cents, then technically you got exactly what you asked for. You increased your income, but that's probably not what you really wanted. And that's why I want to see, I want to expand my income by 20%. I want to increase my income by $25,000. It needs to be something very specific. Another great example of this is a voice actor I had the opportunity to work with a couple of years ago who said, I want to book a national commercial. And at the end of the year, when we were reviewing her goals, I asked about this national commercial that she had talked about. And what we came to find out was that she had actually booked a national commercial in a very small country in Europe. And while she was grateful for that opportunity, she realized that what she actually wanted 
was to book a national commercial in the United States, but she didn't specify that. She had just said, I want to book a national commercial. And so having that specificity really does matter. So as you are sitting down and setting goals for 2023, and I hope that you are sitting down and setting goals for 2023, make sure that you are making them specific and make sure that you are making them measurable. Now, the other thing that you need to do in order to accomplish your goals next year is to figure out how to break them down into smaller bite-sized pieces. As they say, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Nadia Marshall has a very specific goal of becoming a video game singer, and breaking goals down is one of the ways that she is working in that direction. Listen to her story. One of the goals I had set in our mastermind group for 2022 with Mark was to become a video game singer. And eventually we broke it down and come up with some more like actionable steps. I'm carrying this over into 2023 with a little more clarity and a little more definition as to how I'm going to do this. I have a master list spreadsheet because I love spreadsheets of different video game songs or different songs from animated TV shows that I can then cover and post on my social media accounts. Then I will reach out to the composers or maybe I'll reach out to them before to establish a little bit of like a, hey, you know, I exist. And then after I cover the song, be like, hey, I covered a song that you wrote and establish a kind of top of mind relationship, plus the little addition of, hey, I wrote this or I covered this beautiful song that you wrote and I'd love for you to hear it. So it does one of two things, obviously keeps me top of mind with those people, but two, it's also going to boost my social media accounts and show my other clients that I provide singing services as well as voiceover work because I am a voiceover artist and I do both. Some of them know that I sing, but some of them maybe don't know. And bonus, if they happen to like those video games and animated TV shows, or if their kids do or relatives, you know, whichever, it might create another way to stay on top of mind. So those are some things I'm taking into prepare for my 2023 goal to be a video game singer. Sometimes when we set these big overarching goals for the year, it can be really hard to figure out how we're ever going to get there. Because that thing at the end is so huge. The way that you get there is by breaking it down. How can this 12-month goal get broken down into quarterly goals? What can I do in quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, and quarter four that can get me closer? But then break it down even further. Okay, of the thing that I need to get accomplished this quarter to get me towards that annual goal, what do I need to do this month? Of the things that I need to do this month, how can I break those down to what do I need to accomplish this week? And of the things that I need to get accomplished this week, how can I break that down into specific action steps that you can take each day? Take the big goal, break it down. That's how you're going to achieve amazing things in your business. And that is how Nadia is ultimately going to work her way to becoming a video game singer, which... I have no doubt that she can accomplish, and even though it seems like such a big thing, because she has figured out how to break it down into actionable steps, I know that is ultimately what is going to get her there. Now, if you are going to take these big goals and break them down into actionable steps, then you're going to want to have some sort of a system that A, can help you keep it organized, and B, that can help keep you accountable. Roxanne Coyne has a system. She's got a planner that she loves to use. Listen to her story. She tells you about it. 
Hi, everybody. So we're talking about setting goals for 2023. Well, I had a really good year in 2022. I was able to achieve most of the goals that I set for myself, which is unusual because I usually don't complete my goals. This year was different, and that's largely because I used the Full Focus Planner to develop my goals and then to work through them all year long on a daily basis. So I wanted to share with you some of the things that I really like about this Full Focus Planner. I've been using it a little bit over a year, and it's made just a huge difference in my life. I've used a lot of other planners in the past. None of them have worked as well as this one. The thing that makes this planner different from others is that they have really devised a system for tying those annual goals that you set for yourself to your day-to-day living so that the goals that you set for yourself in December of the previous year stay top of mind all the way to December of the following year. And that's huge. It's a simple concept, but it's one that, at least for me, has been difficult to follow. So here's how this works. You start by setting a maximum of 12 goals for yourself for the entire year. Now, I know that sounds like a lot, but these are not all work goals. This is your entire life, your finances, health, family, creativity, self-care, everything. It's, it's an all-encompassing system. So 12 goals for the year, that breaks down to three per quarter. And ideally, each quarter, there's a balance of maybe one career goal, one personal goal, and one some other type of goal. Um, three per quarter is achievable. It's 12 weeks to focus on specific things. Now, because I'm a very visual person, I not only put these goals, I wrote them down not only in the planner, I also wrote them out on index cards in pretty colored inks. I put each of these index cards in a plastic uh, sheet protector that's got four little pockets in it, and I tacked those up, <laughs> all 12 goals, on the wall right above my computer uh, screen so that I can really see them all the time. That's just me. I'm kind of neurotic that way, but it helps me to see things. So back to the planner. Sorry, that was a little sidetrack. Um, here's how you connect those big annual goals to your day-to-day. First of all, you're focusing one quarter at a time. Each planner contains enough pages for one quarter. So it, you're not looking at 12 months of the year, just three months, three goals. Very simple. Clearing out some of the clutter. Boom. Focus. Every Sunday, you hold a meeting with yourself. It's called a weekly preview. During this weekly preview, which takes about 40 minutes, you take note of the achievements and the challenges of the past week, and you prep for the week ahead. Part of that prep is deciding on your big three to-dos for the coming week. The big three are simply three action items that you commit to doing the following week, and ideally, one or all three of those action items relate specifically to the goals that you're working on. And this is how you keep that ball moving forward all the time. For example, if you're making a demo, one of your big three items might be to pull five pieces of copy for that demo. And you can be very specific when you write your intention. I will find five pieces of copy for my demo by Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. And you can be more specific if you want and say what type of copy you're looking for and whatnot. But you get the idea. This is a way to bring that goal into the day-to-day and make things happen. It works. It really, truly does. If you can break things down into small pieces and sort of keep track of where you're at, you're more likely to complete the goals that you set for yourself 
At least that was my experience this year. It was truly remarkable. I'm still kind of shocked that I got as much done as I, as I did. One of the other nice things about this planner system is that there's a lot of support. Um, they have a very dynamic Facebook group. There's a podcast on Mondays called Focus on This, which is very entertaining. You can put your headphones on and listen to the podcast while you're making your breakfast in the morning. And uh, they also have tons of free resources online on the website. So check it out if you have a chance. It might be a good tool for you. And that's all I've got to say. Happy goal setting, everybody. Happy 2023. Whether you're using the Full Focus Planner, which I'm familiar with, uh, Panda Planner is another popular one that people talk about. Notion is actually an app that I know a lot of people talk about and using that as a way of tracking some of this stuff. Obviously, I am a big fan of the Clever Fox Planner. You've probably heard me talk about that before, talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Even using something like Trello or Asana, which are digital apps that you can use for project management and managing your to-do list. Um, even your CRM becomes a part of that. If you are going to achieve these goals that you set for yourself, if you're going to become the video game singer, if you're going to double your income, if you're going to expand your business into new income streams, if you're going to grow your business exponentially by getting connected to the right people, whatever it is that you're going to accomplish in 2023, it's going to happen a lot easier if you have a system that keeps you organized and accountable. So find that system that works for you, whether that's a whiteboard hanging on the wall behind you or a planner that sits on the desk beside you or an app with reminders that you have set into your phone or your computer or your tablet. Find a system that works for you. And then the other thing that Roxanne said, which I love and I think is really, really important, is keeping your goals in front of you always. I think you should be reviewing your goals every single day. I think if you're not reviewing them every single day, it becomes harder to internalize them. Having them in front of you, reading them every single day, speaking them out loud, these are the things that remind you what you are working towards. These are the things that are going to help you to persevere when times are tough. These are the things that are going to help you to be strategic when you're trying to figure out what to do next. These are going to be the things that are going to motivate you to do the thing. I like the idea of having them written down on index cards and having them hanging in the studio. I also love the idea of creating a vision board. And that's something I've talked about in the past. And I know other voice actors that do that. Cut out the pictures and make that vision board and hang it on your wall. And this is something I've done in the past that really does work. I also like the idea of making a digital version of that and setting it as the wallpaper on your phone or setting it as the wallpaper on your tablet or even on your desktop computer, which I do that as well. When there are certain things that I'm working towards, I get a picture of that thing and I set it as the wallpaper. And then every single time I come to my computer, it's in my face and it's reminding me of the things that I'm trying to accomplish. These are all little tips and tricks and hacks that may seem insignificant, but when they are combined with your passion and your skill set and just motivation to work towards those goals, these are the things that are going to make them happen. I am so grateful to Molina, to Jessica, Adrian, to Nadia and Roxanne for sharing their stories. And I hope that these have inspired you to figure out what are you going to do in order to make sure that you are accomplishing your goals in 2023. Have a plan. Have a way to keep yourself organized, have a system that 
helps you do the things that you need to do and make sure that somewhere in the midst of all of that, you have accountability. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAmp player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.